You are welcome to Face to Face Broadcast. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Reverend Dr. Joshua Tende. Amen. How to use the name skillfully. Amen. How to use the name skillfully. We have no excuse now. We will always have results in that name. Praise the Lord. I don't know of any how it would have been taught better than it has been taught. Amen. I understand it. Did you understand it? You know, the ministry of a teacher is to make complex things simple. Amen. Not to make simple things complex. And that's what he has done today. Amen. We understand it. Thank you. Let's celebrate him again. Thank you so much for being such an amazing gift. Reverend Tendi will be ministering in the morning tomorrow. Hallelujah. And I thank you for bringing that um, teaching on honoring Jesus. And um, from there we've touched so many other things. Uh, well, we have to complete that. Uh, amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you. Thank you. Celebrate. Reverend Emao Para and his wife, Pastor Fejola, thank you for being a part of Fit to Fit Convention 2018. Even if we extended the invitation and you chose not to come, we would not have been able to do anything about it, but you accepted the invitation, you honored the invitation, and you've been a blessing since you came. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. Amen. And then celebrate yourselves. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you ready tonight? Are you ready for impartations? Are you ready for impartations? Everybody say impartations. Say it three times. Impartations, impartations, impartations. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Spiritual things are real. They are real. They might be unseen, but they are real. Let me tell two people that. Say, spiritual things are real. Say, they might be unseen, but they are real. Glory to God. All right? We live in a world where we live in the visible world, but we came from an invisible world. And so when we talk about spiritual things, we're talking about real things. They are not figments of our imagination. We're talking about what? Real things. Tonight, we're going to enter where we might never have entered before. But when we are done, you will never forget tonight. You know, God, if you see how he functioned with the people of Israel, there are certain events he wanted to be memorable. Are we together? 
it's not that they were trying to make it memorable. He himself wanted those events to be memorable. So he said, do like this so that it will remember from generation to generation. This meeting, God has designed it to be memorable. It will leave a mark on your spirit that will never be erased. It will leave a mark on your destiny that will never be erased. Glory to God. Are you ready this evening? You're sure you're ready this evening? Hallelujah. Now, let me just prepare your heart for where we're going. Um, In the course of this convention, there are certain specific things that the Spirit of God said. And all the ministers that have come, Reverend um, Dunkel Gunwok on Sunday, the first Sunday, started teaching. He was touching on the things speaking specifically about things we prayed about. Reverend Aramada came, same, hallelujah. And it's been like that all through, up till tonight. Amen. So we're living here well taught, blessed, healed, transformed. Nothing will be left out. I said nothing will be left out. There are things that happen to individuals where maybe a fire raised their building and they say they lost everything. You've heard those kind of things. Today you will gain everything. Amen. I said you will gain everything. Amen. If Satan can hit on you, visit you in such a way that you lose everything, then for sure God can visit you in such a way that you will gain everything. Tonight, receive me as God's gift to you. And allow that which I carry rest upon you. And bring changes that will never, listen, it will never leave you the same. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Are you ready tonight? Now, the scripture tells us about scenarios where people were around other believers around men of God but their situation will not have changed. I've been teaching along some lines um, for some time now about responses of the spirit. Hallelujah. The response of faith. I'm talking along those lines. How that response of faith can make a difference. That you can be in a situation and the power of God is there. The word of God has come but the miracle has not happened. Why? You didn't get the response. Are we together? You didn't get that response. But that simple response can change everything. And I want you to know that faith is a response. Hallelujah. Are we together? That's what it is, a response. We read in Acts chapter 14 about how that man was sitting in the meeting of of, of Paul. And while Paul preached the gospel in Lystra, the man had faith to be healed. But if he were there that day, he was not healed. It was Paul that perceived in his heart that the man had faith to be healed. Then Paul taught him the response. Amen. He said, stand up on your feet. That means that if he didn't tell the man what to do, the man would have gone home impotent in his feet. Nobody will live here impotent in any way. Amen. So by spiritual understanding, he knew exactly what the man was supposed to do. And he told him to stand up. And the Bible says he leaped. Today, my mandate 
is to bring you to the place you will leap. Amen. You will leap into that next level. Amen. Amen. Tap your neighbor and say, it's leaping time. time. You will not sit there anymore. You will leap into that thing that God has ordained for you. Glory to God. Are we together? And so he told him, stand up on your feet. The same experience happened in Acts chapter 3, where Reverend Tender was just preaching from. How that Peter and John met this man by the gates called Beautiful. He was in a, in a, in a, in a wonderful environment with an ugly situation. You can be in the best country in the world and still have an ugly experience. You can have the best job and still have an ugly experience. But one day, Peter came by and John, and when they saw him, they said, look on us. He said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have given unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, what? Rise up and walk. Now, if you understand what Paul, uh, I'm sorry, Peter took him by hand, made him stand up. Are you understanding me? If he didn't do that, the man would have still been sitting there and say, wow, I met some men of God though. Huh. If you see the great men of God that came for this faith-to-faith convention, one came from Jos, one came from Zaria, uh, one came from Abuja, or two came from Abuja, ah, they were so awesome. Mm. We thank God. But he did not walk. He did not rise up and walk. Hello? So, Peter pulled him up, and then he stood up to walk. Listen, we had another scenario where the Bible told us, listen, this leap I'm talking about, you will take this leap. Some of you, on Tuesday, when work resumes, you will go and do that thing you've never done before. And it will work. Reverend Emapara was ministering, I talked about visas, 12 visas that were stamped. You will live here on Tuesday morning. You will dress up, carry your passports, amen, and start filling all the necessary forms for that visa. That's the leap, amen. Amen. That's the leap. The word has gone forth, but you will have to leap into it. Are you listening to me? Imagine where Peter gave Jesus his boots. And some of you have given God your time throughout this convention, amen. You've given him the whole week. You've given him the whole week. In the mornings you were here. In the evening you were here. You've given him the whole week. But he has not left you without something added to your life. And so, when Jesus was about to leave, he said, let down your... We don't know if Jesus already knew that they were struggling. Because when Jesus came, they had already packed up to go. Are we together? So, the Bible said, they had toiled all night and caught nothing. Now, you know, you will know that it is from the village because... He didn't say they caught small. Are you understanding me? That day, they caught nothing. In all their professionalism, it did not produce any results. There are some of you here today, you are educated, super educated, but you have caught nothing. I've come today, you will catch everything today. They caught nothing. You know what nothing means? Do you know what nothing means? Nothing. That means they walked... Now, understand that he did, that was not the first day Peter was going out to fish. That is his profession. That is what he does for a living. But that day, he caught nothing. Now, that's not a good day to meet Jesus. Because it means that he was not in a good mood. Are you understanding me? He was not in a good mood. This is a bad day. And then Jesus said, please, can we use your boat? Say, please, 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 I'm not in a good mood. But sometimes, your miracles will show up when you are not in the best of moods. 
As believers, one of the things you're trained about spiritual things is to learn how to respond. Irrespective of your mood, don't allow your emotions hinder you from the right responses of the Spirit. Peter was not in the best shape to respond and say, no problem, let me give you my boat. But whatever, he gave him the boat. And I'm sure maybe he was just hanging around seeing so that when they finished whatever they were doing, he would take his boat back. Amen. Maybe he would have gone home. Are we together? But he was there. When Jesus had finished Luke chapter 5, he said, now, let down your nets. Nets. Listen to me. Jesus doesn't want to do one thing in your life tonight. The miracles of God are coming in plural. Amen. Hey! I said plural, plural, plural. Not one. He said, let down your nets. That means as many nets as you have. He didn't say, let down two. All the nets you have, bring them out now. And I said to you in this meeting, let down your nets. I said, let down your nets. I said, let down your nets. Not one net. Not two nets. All your nets. All your nets. He said, let down your nets for a drought. And then all of a sudden, that's when Peter told him, he said, we have, you don't understand. We have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word. Amen. But you know what? Because he had not attended faith to faith convention, he watered down what Jesus said. He said, I will let down the net. One net. Tonight, don't let down one net. Don't let down one net. You came here and you were just saying, if God can only do one thing for me, what, what are you talking about? He doesn't want to do one thing for you. He doesn't want to do two things for you. He wants to do everything for you. Oh, you didn't get it. You didn't get it. You didn't get it. I said he doesn't want to do one thing for you. He doesn't want to do two things for you. He wants to do everything for you. Amen. So say, I receive everything. Say again, I receive everything. No, no, say it very well. I receive everything. You didn't come here tonight to just take something. You came for all. I said you came for all. Listen, I believe in total life transformation. It means that God, in the same way, I use the illustration, that Satan can take everything from a man. God can give everything to a man. In one day, a man can lose everything. If, it is, if Satan is that effective to make it possible for you to lose everything in one day, I say God is all, all omnipotent enough to make sure that in one day you receive everything. And that one day, hey, I said that one day is today. Whether you are the back, front, middle, it doesn't matter, watching by live stream, that one day is today. You came for all. You didn't come for anything less than all. Say, I take all. I receive all. Everything. Glory to God. It says, it's because of the mercy of God that we are not consumed. That means when the mercy shows up, you stop losing. As long as the mercy of God is not available, you will be eaten up. You'll be consumed. I declare to you that you are preserved by the mercy of God. Now follow me. So he let down a net. And then they started dragging in the catch. They had to beckon on their neighbors, you know the story, to come and help them. And they helped them. Now listen. This is where I want you to see something. When 
he was attempting to fish on his own. There was no fish. Listen. When Jesus said, let down your nets, when they let down the net, there was fish. Are you listening to me? Now let's assume that while Jesus was preaching, he just decided to let down his net, there would be no fish. If Jesus didn't say, let down your net, and he let down his net, there would be no fish. Are you listening to me? It is that word that had gone forth that paved the way. Are we, are we together? So, he was acting. He was responding because the word had gone forth. Prophecies have come for you. So, you can boldly go and apply. Did you hear me? Words have come. So, you can boldly what? Step out. Don't sit at home. No. Don't just sit somewhere. No. Take that leap. I say, I say, take that leap. Peter was recorded, at least in the Bible, as the only disciple among the twelve that walked on water. You know why? He leaped out. Now, forget that later he was almost drowning. Forget that part for now. Because some people are so negative that that's all we remember. Simon, are you the one? Okay, you are the one that wanted to drown. <laughs> oh, uh, thank God, though. Are you understanding me? They know that people like that. When they meet you, they always remember something that didn't work in your life. Instead of celebrating the thing that worked. Amen. Are, are we together? They don't even celebrate your attempts. The attempts you made. What they keep looking at for is what didn't work. Are you the one that asked five people out before you now finally got married? <laughs> you know? Oh, brother, I've heard of you before. Okay, you are the one that, ah, you are out of job for a long time. He said, no, but I'm working now. Eh, but you suffered very well. <laughs> you know, they're poor like that. So, those, when they read Peter's story, it's always that, ah, Peter. He, yeah, he, he was sinking. No, sir. Sinking was in the middle. The story started with walking on water. It also ended walking water. You didn't hear me well. Peter's story started with him walking on water. Then he began to sink. When Jesus, he said, Lord, help. And Jesus helped him. You think Jesus carried him? They walked back to the boat. So, his story started in faith. And ended in faith. You are the one that we call Abraham. Say, Abraham. <laughs> hey, God. Hey, Abraham. But that's not how his story ended. Amen. It started in faith and ended in faith. Whatever happened in between, it doesn't matter again. Amen. <laughs> God told me about this meeting to tell his people to forget their regrets and enjoy a reset. Forget your regrets and enjoy a reset tonight. So, all of a sudden, Peter stepped out. And I love the attitude of Peter. If it is you walking on water, Jesus, bid me to come. All he needed was that word, come. Your own word has come in this meeting. Amen. Now, if your word has come, why are you still in the boat? Come! 
And Peter stepped out of the boat. I could imagine what Thomas was saying to him. I could imagine what James and John were thinking. Oh, you know, we are the only two sons of our mother. Are you understanding me? You understand? I don't know what's wrong with you. Maybe Thomas said, hey, 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 hey. Spirit will kill you one day. You understand? Whatever they were saying, he walked on water. Listen to me. There are certain exploits you will never see until you step out. Look at all the patriarchs of old. Abraham, Isaac, all of them. You'll find out that they had to leave their comfort zones. Are you understanding me? It is in that stepping out they saw the, the, the power of God. They saw the ability of God. They saw the almightiness of God. If Abraham did not leave his country and his kindred to the land God will show him, all the stories we heard in between will not have happened. But because he stepped out, glory to God, we began to see what God could do because he stepped out. Listen to me. Your life will begin to display the ability, the abilities of God as you step out. You will enter October. <laughs> it will be a month of feats. Are you understanding me? Things that have never been attempted, you will attempt them. You know why? Because the word has gone forth. Amen. Listen, you, you, you will never see miracles until you step out. And I've come this evening to push you. To, for you to receive that impartation in your spirit that will cause you to leap. Now let me tell you one thing you will receive. <laughs> they will report to you, some of you. I call it boldness of faith. Did you hear me? And it can be imparted. I say it can be imparted. You would have acted before you thought. Your reflexes in the spirit will be sharper than the, your, your thinking. I'm sure Peter just stepped out first. It was later I started thinking. Hey. Hey, this is Bonnie River. <laughs> Are you understanding me? But he already stepped out. <laughs> Glory to God. Pray in tongues for a while. Mokozita Zahali Dejeje Barakatosa. I saw the power of God flow to the road tonight. That people were standing on the road there. The power of God was flowing to the road there. Amen. It was that tangible to the road. Rahanda Asha Katayaba. Dorida Bakule Brede Zeteli. Jopreti Zalaba Salabato Lebos Bregadi. Bazu Zegredi. Zatileze. Jopretiza. Ratunde Bredi Ketozo Badi. Lakatome Lebradose Bregadia. Joprahata Satele de Deskepo. Jopranda Akatoso Bredi Ketozo Bregadia. Le mondo brodosco protosho le bahasha la baya lendo zobredi gedo zobregadi ataba lo parakate legedi zedi zobredozo bo le bahasha ba le mende gredi zedi zagadish kapato barando brodosco protosho le bombre gedo zobredi eketeze balande zedi zebrodozo bregadi teliba barakata bando bregadi telebondo le mende bradio solobozo bregadi eketeze barande ezede zeketeze le bando bregadosco mende brodosco protosho bregadi ya Bande, Zede, Zediza, 
Bakule bredis ke protoso. Liba hakata balobo bregedi. Zaha lekete zaliketo. Boko zobrida hazate olomondo bregedia. Mendebroso bregedia telis kata. Malama ndo bredis ke protoso. Lida jopretin. Dedi zedi zagadea. Lubahande seketi alabasa. Rupati ke rondo bredi ke toza bredi. Lamanda bradon bolo bredi ke zigadea. Barondo bregedoso bredia ke toso. Mendebradi ke tezeledere. Zubrediza barondo bredia ke toso. Barenda brados ke protoso le bahata baladoso bia letoso bredie ke toba le mando bredis ke protoso vida azade berido sobredi juprahata le ke to liketaba diso brados ke thank you lord thank you lord the power of god is in this place And in a few, in some minutes, certain things will start exploding in our midst. But listen to me. Spiritual things are real. Amen. Very real. And I believe that all that has happened in this convention is to bring you to that place where you are functioning with a new consciousness. Praise God. You are laying hold on eternal life. Are we together? It's no more just something somewhere. You are trying out something. It's sure. It's sure. I want to read Romans 1, from verse 1 through to 11. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> Romans 1, from verse 1 to 11. Now, it's, um, it's not too long, but it's necessary for me to read it. How many of you love the book of Romans? We have a devotion on the book of Romans. You could get it. Romans, it's... The theme for the book of Romans is the gospel. Everybody say the gospel. The gospel of Christ. That's the theme. That's the summary of what Romans was dealing with. The gospel of Christ. So, um, from chapter 1 to 16, that's what I was talking about. Well, let's read 1 to 11, first of all. It says there, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto what? The gospel of God, which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his son, Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David, according to the flesh. And declared to be the son of God with power, according to the spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead. By whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name. Among whom are ye also the called of Jesus Christ. To all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 8. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith, let's read this together, I want to go. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. Pause. Now, the people he's writing about, their faith is already spoken of throughout what? The whole world. That means they're already champions. Amen. Are we together? I want you to understand the people he was talking to, the Romans. 
He said, your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. That means even in Jerusalem, they're talking about your faith. In Ephesus, they're talking about your faith. In Colossae, they're talking about your faith. In Thessalonica, they're talking about your faith. In all the churches, they're talking about your faith. There's something about your faith that they're talking about. Hallelujah. And I say to you today, that this experience will be your experience. That your faith will be spoken about in the whole world. Amen. But after reading this, I would have celebrated already. Ah, ah, you know, the Roman church, they had arrived. Let's read further. Verse 9. And I said, for God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son, that without ceasing, I make mention of you always in my prayers. That's why their faith is spoken of. Amen. I make mention of you always in my prayers. Amen. What's, what am I praying for now? Ten. Then it says, making requests, if by any means, now at length, I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you. Now, I can come without the will of God, but I want to come by the will of God. Amen. Verse 11. Let's read this together. For I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end that you may be established. Uh, now, their faith is already spoken of. What again does he want to give them? Hello? Did you hear me? Their faith is already spoken of throughout the whole world. Yet, he said, I need to come. There's something more. Tap in and say, there's something more. I said, tap in and say, there's something more. Now, listen. These people, Paul was saying, your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. Yet, I need to come and see you. There is something else to bring. Now that you have come to this place, there is something else to add. I want to impart unto you some spiritual gifts. Amen. Amen. The purpose of it is that you may be established. If the Roman church needed more, we need more too. And tonight I have come that I may impart unto you some spiritual gifts to the end that you may be established. Hey, listen, I found out something. There is no end to impartations. Amen. Because God has gifts. Amen. Are you understanding me? Gifts. I am a product of multiple impartations. I said multiple. And I'm still receiving. Lift your hand. Say, I receive impartations tonight. <laughs> You've heard ministers say things like, in this, at this point in my life, this was not happening. At this point, it started happening. You think they're joking? Dr. T.L. Osborne went as a missionary to India. They went with Bible, Bible, the real Bible. He went with his wife. He went with passion in his heart. Sent forth by his missionary board. They got there, they met people, they were sharing the gospel. People were not people were listening to them, but no lives were being transformed. Instead, they would argue with them and say, Well, we like this your Jesus, we like your approach, you know, but we also have our own book. You understand? Our book too is a black cover 
I understand me with a print. You know, we also have our own book. After back and forth, back and forth, he returned from India as a failure. That he had failed as a missionary. And then, by and by, he met some men. Amen. I said he met some men. Amen. I said he met some men. Now, prominent among them, you will say William Abraham. And that other lady that talked about if you ever see Jesus, your life will never remain the same again. He also met Franklin Hall. He met some men. And then he caught it. <laughs> he said he heard that voice. You can do the same. Amen. Why didn't you hear the voice before? I said, why didn't you hear the voice before? You can do the same. And then years after, he returned to India and miracles were happening. Amen. He had received an impartation. Your story will not be different from what I'm sharing now. Amen. Wherever you are now, there is more. Whatever you have tasted, there is more. Are you listening to me? Listen. There are things in the spirits that they have to open to you. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You can be talking. You can be speaking English. You can be speaking English. If they don't open to you, 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 you know, you, the thing I love about spirituality is that you can't fake it. Amen. It's either it's there or it's not there. Glory to God. One guy came and told me one time, he said, um, 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 he just he loves the Lord. He wants to serve the Lord. He doesn't know whether God is calling him to pastor a church. I said, if you are not called, don't try it. I said, it's not when you go and gather six people and be telling them something. Satan will remember you. And he will show up. Amen. <laughs> then that's when you answer who sent you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. You don't know what that authority is for you to say God sent me. Kai, you don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. There's so much in that go. Did you hear me? There's so much in that go. The go of God. <laughs> when God says go. It means that all of heaven's government is backing you. Did you get that? So, Tielosbo met some men. And then he came back, the story changed. I said, there are things that open up for us in the spirits. There are people that God, you know, thank God for revelation knowledge has come to the body of Christ. But we shouldn't get things mixed up. (laughs) Things of the spirit are still as primitive as they have ever been. There is nothing modern about the manifestations of the spirit. They are as raw and crude and primitive as they have ever been. In the realm of the spirits, <laughs> things are they see the same way they be. Glory to God. Are we together? Don't, don't miss that. Now, I want to give you a scenario here. Paul, great Paul, the apostle of grace, had an encounter on his way to Damascus. And you know the story. Jesus showed up. Not some angel. Jesus Christ. Amen. Visited him. A bright light from heaven shone on him. He fell to the ground. 
And then Jesus said, so, so why that persecute, why, 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 why are you persecuting me? And then he said, who are you, Lord? Then he said, I am Jesus, the Christ, whom thou persecutest. Jesus introduced himself. After Jesus met him, I thought he was made. Hello? Uh-uh. If Jesus had met you, what do you need again? After Jesus met him, I thought he was made. But just uh, there's a man that's carrying something for you. His name is Ananias. You will go to the street called Street. You go there. What you, Bob and say, ah, sacrilege. How can, this is not the real Jesus. How can Jesus meet me and now send me to a man? That's the investment God has made in men. Oh, oh I pray that your eyes open. Amen. When the scripture says he gave gifts to men, you will understand it. Jesus appeared and said, go to Ananias. There are two Ananiases in the Bible. Amen. Amen. There is the good Ananias. And there is the other one. Amen. Amen. Alright, so we're talking about the good one. Amen. By the time this good one was ministering, the other one had died. Amen. Are you with me? Uh He had died. That's Sapphira's husband. Now, when Paul, then his name was Saul, walked in to meet um, um, Ananias. It was a man. Praise God. <laughs> it was a man. But Jesus told him to meet Ananias. They led him by hand. He was blind. Took him there. Kai. And then Ananias laid hands on him. Paul carried that impartation throughout his life. The Bible says, it's not just that he got filled with the Holy Ghost. Scales fell from his eyes. Now, some of you think it's just blindness. No, 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 no. Scales fell from his eyes. There was something specific that Ananias carried that Paul required for life and ministry. And so God let him go there. He received an impartation. Amen. Something happened to Paul when he met Ananias. I won't go to extra biblical accounts about Ananias. Let's leave that one. Follow the one that scripture says is enough. But listen. Then Paul said his ministry. (laughs) Again, we now read somewhere in Acts 13 or thereabouts. Paul was with a group of people. They said, why he ministered to the Lord and fasted. Amen. There was a roll call of the people that were there. Amen. And then he says, separate unto me, Barnabas and Saul, unto the walk which I had called them. Again, an impartation. Something was handled laid again on Paul. Boom, take it. Paul functioned with impartations he also received. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Now, when you understand this, it changes how you function. Listen. Everything we need is here. There are some books. Oh, that you've been fasting and crying about is inside the book. When you finish praying and fasting and crying, the Holy Ghost will lead you. Go and buy that book. Go for that meeting. Go for convention. And then you go there. And then it will drop. Tonight, there's an impartation for you. Now, I didn't like that, amen. Amen. 
I believe it was Psalm 18, verse 29 or thereabouts. He said, by God, I've run through a troop. By God, I've leaped over a wall. By the anointing, you will leap. People will leap into the things they've always desired. Now, I use the language boldness of faith deliberately. What I'm saying is this. When you leave convention, there will be no fear. There will be no fear. You will face all the words that have been spoken to you. When you will step out, there will be no fear. Isaiah 35. Verse 6. Um, I don't know if I should read previous verses before. 35, not 45. 35. Thank you, Lord. Um, go up a bit. Let's see. Verse 4. Let's start from verse 4. Now, let's read together. I want to go. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong. Fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. Even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. Now, listen. This is like saying, preach the gospel. Are you understanding me? Say, say to them that are fearful heart. That means, these people are fearful heart. But this is the exact thing you should say to them. Amen. There was a message for them. And that message for us is in the gospel. But now, this is the outcome of what he had said to them. Verse 5. Because of what he had said to them, what will happen? Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened. They will see. They will start seeing. And the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. They will start hearing. You will live here, you'll be hearing, and you'll be seeing things. The Bible says the hearing ear and the seeing eye. The Lord giveth both. Proverbs 20.12. Amen. The hearing ear and the seeing eye. You will see and you will hear things. Go back to verse 5. Verse 6 is where I'm really going to. Then the eyes of the blind. Why? Why are the eyes open? Because you have said to them what God said you should say to them. And all the ministers here have said to you what God said to to them to say. Amen. Amen. So your eyes are open. Your ears are open. Now let's get to the next part. Verse 6. Verse 6 now says, Then shall the lame man, the one that has not been able to move, he has not been able to stand up, he has not been able to take the next step, the lame man, then shall the lame man leap as an heart. Like a there or an antelope. And the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wilderness, because you have lived, shall waters break out. Amen. And streams in the desert. Now listen to me. This scripture is fulfilled in our hearing. Since Sunday, they've been saying to you, They've been saying to you, they've been saying to you, and your eyes have opened, your ears have opened, and now you're going to live here, you will live like an heart, amen. You will leap into the things that God has ordained for you. You will step out, some of you, for the first time. You will go there and find out what it takes to get an international passport. Amen. Some of you will live here. You will go and ask, how do I open the filling station? What's the first process? You will go and start it. Some of you say, how do I register a school? As you live here, don't wait. Tuesday morning, when work opens, go out in the name of Jesus Christ. And you will see the almightiness of God. 
Say, my waiting days are over. Say it two more times. My waiting days are over. My waiting days are over. You know, some of you, you, you just sleep and wake up on Monday. On Monday, you sleep and wake up. On Tuesday, you're just waiting to mark time. Let Tuesday just reach. Because that's the day the offices will open. And then you are going there immediately. <laughs> you will now do as occasion serves day. Amen. Are we together? You will step out. Oh, listen. As many of you, as we step out on Tuesday, you will have a testimony. That particular Tuesday, make sure you make a move. I'm talking about Tuesday, October the 2nd. Amen. You make sure you make a move about all the prophecies you heard today. Of course, some of you, you might be able to do something tomorrow morning. No problem. But if it's something that has to do with work, make sure October 2nd, you step out. You will see that angels have been positioned at all the places where the prophecies that came concerning you were spoken about. Oh, some of you don't understand. If you read Second Kings chapter 7, where the Bible talked about four leprous men at the gates, when the prophet prophesied that um, um, one bag of rice will be 4,000 naira, as we have been saying since, you know, when he prophesied that, he said, at the city gates. That's what he said. That's where the prophecy will be fulfilled, be at the city gates. So anybody that was at the city gate, the prophecy will manifest for him. And the four leprous men were at the city gates. Why? The moment the prophecy came, the angels went there to position themselves to make that prophecy come to pass. As they spoke about visa, angels are waiting for you at the office. Amen. What do you know about immigration office? They are waiting for you there. They are waiting for you to help you there. Amen. As they prophesied, all the words that have gone forth, angels have gone and positioned themselves at those places. There's a picture of how angels respond to God's word. You know the story of Balaam in Numbers 22. When God told Balaam, remember they came to call Balaam to curse Israel, alright? And when they came for him, God already told him, don't go. Are we together? That's right. Don't go. The moment God said, don't go, an angel stood to hinder him from going. How do we know? Because the guy kept negotiating with God. God now, God now, let me just go. Let me just go. That's okay. Go. But it looked like the angel had not gotten the second instruction. Amen. Because it was still stopping him from going. Until the donkey spoke. The angel was still there. Blocking his way. Because he was not supposed to go. Anything that has been spoken concerning you and the will of God. Angels are already positioned in those places to make those words come to pass. Sister, brother, angels are waiting for some of you in some government offices. Please don't keep them standing. Amen. No, no, you didn't say amen. I said don't keep them standing. Amen. I, I said don't keep them standing. You step in there, you will see the miraculous power of God. You will wake up in the morning on that Tuesday. Somebody will think that you have gone insane. And listen to me, if the word of God has not done like that to you, you are not serious, though. Amen. Are you understanding me? That boldness of faith. You stand up. I'm going there. That's the only way you will see the impossible happen. Glory to God. Pray in tongues for a moment.
Shoke pa lete zetele ba shute bredi ketozo brigadier. Balanda zatalaba shatalaba ledozo brigadier. Mende braso prediske plotosa laba hatalaba shatalaba ya. Thank you. Mosute brediske pretis zeleba tasi ke plotosa brigadier. Bala shatalaba lebon brigadius ke plotosa laba ya. Mende zuke bradiske plotosa laba hato lebos brigadier. Lato bali jatalaba ande lebos brigadier. Mando lebos brigadier telebos brigadier. Malaba ha 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 laba shoto brigadier. Mande le boss brigadier telebom brigados brigadier talaba. Jupletiza mende brigados brigadier telebom brigadier talaba. Manda basha talaba ande le boss brigadier. Jupahata latande bredeske protosa. Le bahande zeketeze libraha kataya. Melezo bredeske protoso le bom brigados brigadier. La pate zerebande zebrigadis jatalabaya. Lopra dande bredeske protosa laba talaba jarabande gedeske bredi. La pato zebredi ketoso brigadier teleba zepretia. Juprahanda zerede zidezike baronde brigadisko protoso orbon brigadier teleboso ra tabadi lebrados brigadier teleboso la bande brados ke protoso la bande brigadier ketoso brigadier joplatia la bando brigadis ke pretis jalaba hasa yabaya mozo predika tanza bradi thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord the power of god will rest upon you today yes and you will receive definite impartations. Amen. Definite impartations. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Say, I'm receiving, I'm receiving, I'm receiving. Amen. Some of you, your heart is burning right now as so I'm speaking to you. Amen. Your heart is burning. Glory to God. How many of you recognize that all these words that are spoken over you, the Bible says, his words will not return void. They accomplish that for which they were sent. We don't, we don't see words, but words are real. Amen. How many of you know that? We don't see words, but they are real. As I'm talking, you, 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 you are hearing me. You can't see the word coming out of my mouth. But it is entering you. Amen. He said, the entrance of thy word give it light. That means the word penetrates. Are we together? The word penetrates. The word is real. It's real. Jesus said something about his words. Um, John 6, 63. He said, the words that I speak unto you, they are what? Spirit and life. Now, the truth is this. Every word is spirit. But the one Jesus is speaking has life-giving ability. Amen. Are we together? So he said, the words I speak, they are spirit and life. Are we together? Someone doesn't have to be born again. He says something to you. He can change your mood. See your coconut head. He didn't touch you. <laughs> Do you know that you are the biggest fool in this world? <laughs> I love you. They didn't touch you. But as the words came, they are spirits. As you heard it, it altered something. It altered your emotions. Amen. Am I communicating? I don't even know why I'm saying this. Why, why am I even saying this? It's for somebody, so I just say it. Amen. Glory to God. So, listen to me. There are voids in our lives. 
And there's only one way God deals with voids. When the earth was without form and void, God said. Let me borrow Reverend Tindy's illustrations. Amen. Come. You come. Stand together. Now, they are together. Let's create a space between them. There's a space now. All right? There's a space between them. Why, do we, why are we saying there is a space? Because there's no other person here. Is that not so? If there's somebody here, then the void has been filled. Are we together? But as long as nobody's there, you say, ah, there's a space between them. There's a space between them. How God fills the spaces in your life is through his word. Listen, listen, follow me. The thing believers have not understood about words is the scripture that really I love that explains it a lot is Job 32, verse 8 through to 10. When Elihu was speaking, one of the friends of Job, you know the story. Job 32, verse 8. Put it up for me. The earlier verses he was saying that, look, I wanted to talk, but, you know, I thought the older guys would speak wisdom. You know, that's why I didn't speak. But after they finished talking, no answers actually came. So verse 8. He said, but there is a spirit in man. The inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Next, verse 9. Great men are not always wise. Neither do the aged understand judgments. Next. Therefore, I said, where, where am I going to? There's a verse I'm looking for. Therefore, I said, I onto me. I'm looking for where he said, the words are matter. Next. Is it up or down? Keep going. Hacking to me, I will also show you my opinion. Next. Thank you. Go down, go down, go down, go down, go down, go down. I don't want to go to my, who is person there? Good, 18, thank you. Are you there? Look at the verse 18. He was talking about words. He called it matter. Let's read together. I want to go. For I am full of matter. The spirit within me constraineth me. What was he calling matter? Words. What was he calling matter? Words. Now, what's our definition of matter in this in elementary science, matter that anything that has weight and occupies space. Words in the realm of the spirit, they have weights and they occupy space. So as the men of God have been speaking, they have been filling voids in your life. I said they have been filling voids in your life. There is no more formlessness and void. It has been filled. Thank you. Say it has been filled. Say again, it has been filled. Now, I think I was saying this because I was talking about that spiritual things are real. Amen. So these words are real. You are blessed. Now, I'm trying to test how you understand how real they are. You are blessed. How you talk to somebody and say, go, it is done. And then they go, and it is done. Why? Because the words are real. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> are we together? 
Then say, oh, the door is open. Then you go there, the door is open. If you went before they said that, it would have been closed. Are you listening to me? It would have been what? Closed. It is open because we said it is open. Listen to me. Most of you here, God spoke to me. Your future is being delivered into your hands. Let, let me speak to you now. The power of God will come upon you shortly. Listen. The next five years of your life will be delivered to you. This is 2018. The next five years, they are settled, delivered into your hands. You can tell specifically what will happen the next five years of your life. That future is delivered to you in this meeting. And that's why when you live here, there will be boldness to function. You will fear nothing. You will fear nothing. You will fear nothing. <laughs> I remember a brother that things are very, very rough for him. And then they were, uh, were trying to encourage him, you know. I said, see, go to Le Meridian. Buy Coke. Sit down there. Hey, you know, he's even afraid to enter the place. If you are afraid to enter the place, you are not ready for manifestation. Are you hearing me? You are afraid to go and ask how much a BMW X5 costs. Then you are not ready for manifestation. Oh, I've entered the billion flow. Then you are afraid to apply for that contract that is worth billions. The millions are upon me. Then you are afraid to act like someone that receives millions. Receive boldness. It has been observed that somehow extroverts seem to do better than introverts. I'm not saying anything of observation. Why is that so? Because those guys can just take steps. Are you understanding me? Listen to me. Your personality, the power of God will come upon you. You will act <laughs> in a way that you didn't plan to act. Amen. You see someone that is very quiet. Suddenly, the way they are talking these days, you'll be wondering what, what happened to him. Look, you don't know Peter, James, and John. Okay, Peter and John especially. There's a way people saw them. You understand that they were like it was fishermen, you know, this da 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 da, walking around. You know, those guys that followed Jesus. But in Acts five or thereabouts, where they met and they said, these guys are talking differently. They observed that they had been with Jesus. Because they are talking like Jesus. Is that, that, that Jesus? That Jesus that used to just come up and say, I am the light of the world. That, that is to annoy me. 
You know, even say it's the light of Galilee. You will not even say it's the light of, light, light, of, light of Bethlehem where he was born. Even if he said it was the light of his immediate family, we will understand. How can he be the light of the world? Then they are coming to find out. Did you say such a thing? So, well, before Abraham, I was. I, before Abraham, I am. Uh-uh. That's worse. You are saying you are God now. Amen. Only Jesus talks like that. You will talk like Jesus. Glory to God. They saw the boldness of Peter and they knew they had been with Jesus. When they will see your boldness, they will know you've been to faith to faith convention. They will know you've been to faith to faith convention. Hey, I had a friend. He's still my friend today. We were looking for a hall for church many years ago. I had not even started, um, we have not started running assembly at that time. He was starting the church. So he called me and said, um, I'm going to look for a church hall. I said, okay, no problem. I will go with you to help you. Now, what I didn't know was that he didn't have transport. Are you understanding me? That's what I didn't know. So when I stepped out for us to go, the first place we're going with, we're not with a car, so we're going with public transport. The first place I paid the transport. You know? I, you know, I just didn't wait. I just paid. Normally, how in those days in school, how the one person paid, the other person paid, we don't need to talk. But the next place again, it didn't move. I paid until we got to a place where I finished all the money that was with me. Now we're far from where we're coming from. We have still not reached where we're going to. Are you understanding me? Now, then we're looking for halls. So we'll go here and say, Do you have, oh, we see something like a hall here. They say, no, no, there's a hall in front. Well, I can't even... Some of you don't live in Port Harcourt, so maybe you know. We walked. Let me not even tell you where we walked to. Before we knew, we have reached. I don't think I've walked that long. Okay, one time my wife and I in Lagos, something happened. We went for a pro. The road was blocked. We walked. That was maybe we had not walked that long any time. Trekking, trekking, trekking. It would be as if they would say the hall is nearby. Then you go there, they'll say, go there that way. We go there. That's how we got that far. Then finally we met a man that had a hall. JJ, JJ. Is it not to ask how much is the hall? My friend got there. When I asked him, so the hall, if we don't have transport, not talk about to pay rent for the hall. So when I asked about, start asking about the hall, uh, how much uh, will you want to rent the hall? You know, that's what I expect my friend to ask. He said, you are doing, he's doing, he said, yeah, he has many halls. My friend now said, is the only horse you have? Don't you have land? <laughs> I looked at my friend. <laughs> he said, don't you have land? The guy said, yeah, yeah, he has the land opposite where the hall is. He said, how many acres? <laughs> and the man told him, he said, how much, I think we should go for the land instead of the hall. I was just looking at my friend. <laughs> I was like, is much trekking, making him... <laughs> I was tired. I was hungry. Thirsty. They started talking big, big things. Machine, machine, this one, that one, talking, talking, talking. <laughs> Glory to God. But it's good to talk like that. No, it's good. It's good. Amen. It's good. And then, you know, I was, I, I, I was getting upset. You understand that? So like, what are you asking? We're... Then he told the man, he said, I think we will come from the land, maybe. <laughs> I 
As we're going, I didn't talk to him again. <laughs> Glory to God. Listen to me. God has enlarged your heart. Oh. God has enlarged your heart. There is nothing too good for you. Are you listening to me? There is nothing that is too big for you. And who told you that you have to pay for the things you want? I said, who told you you have to pay for them? I've attempted to buy things and instead of buying them, I received them. You will receive things. So. Now hear God's word. There are things you don't have the means to buy. Before this year comes to a close, you will receive them. Things that you will not have been able to, your account right now, will not be able to buy it. This year, you will receive them. You will receive them. Say, receive! Glory to God. Sit down for a moment. <laughs> that future is delivered. You will rise up from here and there will be boldness to confront all that you... Listen, all you need to confront. Amen. You will walk into that office, you will knock on that door. You will enter that place. You will meet that person. Sometimes someone say, are you, the, are you the one, you know how some people say, are you the one that is asking about, you know what they are trying to say is that you don't qualify to be asking. Are you the one that, you will say, yes, I'm the one. Amen. Yes, I'm the one. Praise God. I'm the one. Let me tell two people, I'm the one, I'm the one. This year God told us, Institutions will give birth to institutions. And people that run institutions, they have a different capacity, a different way they function. They are not thinking in a medical way. They are thinking like God. Amen. There is a sense of ownership. Are you listening to me? Everybody say ownership. Have you not read the scripture that says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof? Everything in this world, God owns it. And you are a joint owner. Amen. A joint heir. Glory to God. One day, I was in school at that time. I was walking and some sisters were up on the balcony uh, class lecture. Uh, no, they were up and I was coming. So they said, you're walking like you know what you are doing. You own the place. I say, I own it. Amen. <laughs> so you walk like that. You know, the problem with some of you is the way you walk. That's why the Bible says the devil walketh about like a rat, seeking whom he will devour. The ones he devour, the ones that are walking like that. Amen. <laughs> seeking whom he may devour. Yeah, look at this and say, let's, let's go and play with this one. Let's go and play. They slap your head, pull, you start crying. Amen. Stop walking like that. Help me tell anybody, stop walking like that. 
One of the things I found about the anointing coming upon a man, it changes how he talks. It changes how he behaves. Are you understanding me? It just changes everything. The Bible says he was turned into another man. That means people that knew him before knew that something had happened. We don't know so much about Elisha. But after Elisha came back from picking the mantle, the guy said, the spirit of Elijah doth rest. That something had changed. If Elijah used to walk like he's confused, like Elisha used to walk like this before, now he was walking somehow. He was walking like he owned something. Amen. He owns, I was seeing a movie one time. And then the guy was sitting down and there were uh, secret agent, uh, FBI guys around. Then I said, how do you know the FBI? He said, they always behave like they own, they own everything. <laughs> Amen. That even the, the most timid of them, one of them, behaves like they own everything. That's how you will know them. So there's a sense of ownership. They work for the federal, federal government. Amen. Are you understanding me? You, you, you know what I'm saying? You see those movies now, they just come, just stand like this. They even have more confidence than some of the presidents. Are you with me? It is that confidence that you are going to meet issues and circumstances as you live here. Who told you you cannot be the managing director of that office? Who told you you cannot be the head of that agency? Listen to me. After convention, there is nowhere you cannot enter. There's nobody you cannot meet. There's nowhere you cannot go. Tonight, remember, you have crossed the line, oh. You have crossed the line of limitations. There's nowhere you cannot enter. Say it with me. Say, there's nowhere I cannot enter. Say, there's nobody I cannot meet. Glory to God. If you believe that, you will shout. <laughs> Glory to God. In book of Romans, there are two laws, you know, talked about. It talked about in Romans 3.27, the law of faith. And then in Romans 8.2, it talks about the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. It said, it has made me free from the law of sin and death. Some translations will talk about the law of the life-giving spirits. Amen. You know, he's talking law. He's not talking law as in Ten Commandments. No, he's talking about the governing principle. He said the law of faith, the governing principle of trust, total dependence on God. Isaiah 53 verse 1 is a summary of the law of faith and the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Isaiah 53 verse 1 says, who had believed our reports? You know what that is? That's the law of faith. To believe that is the principle of trusting God. And so all that we've been taught God's word is so that faith will rise in our hearts. And then we will believe. Amen. And you have believed though. And you have believed though. When you have believed, the arm of the Lord is revealed. That arm of the Lord is that law of the life-giving spirit in Christ Jesus. It's the law of the spirit. That the spirit shows up when men have believed. You hear scripture talk about the hand of God, the hand of God. What's the hand of God? It's the ability of God. Who supplies the ability of God? The Spirit of God. Amen. Are we together? So as you are going out there, the power of God is available for you. Because you have believed. 
you have engaged the law of faith. You have engaged the law of the life-giving spirits. Glory to God. <laughs> Glory to God. As you are living here, know that you are carrying something. And then everywhere you go, some angel has been positioned to make the word that has been spoken come to pass. But you will take bold steps. Amen. You will take bold steps. You will never know that somebody is there to help you. I found out in every nation I've stepped into that God had already positioned people there to help me. Everywhere. I've entered places where I'm not on television, I'm not on radio, I'm not on, I, I'm none of my materials are in that country, in that city. And then help will show up. I've stood on the streets of America in cities that I've, that was the first time I was going to the city. And someone walks across the road to me and says, you look like you are a man of God. How can I help you? And those things happen all the time. I said they happen all the time. And the anointing has come upon me to announce that God has taken you by his hand and lifted you and put you in a seat that no human would have been able to put you on. It's like, you know, it just happens. (laughs) Amen. It just, it just happens. It just happens. I was 12 years old. We were in class, form two. My seatmate turned and was having a discussion. He's in government today. I turned to him and he said, you, what will you be in future? I said, what you will be is more important. I said, I am going to be a man of God. You, you will be in politics. He's in politics today. Some people were with me in the restaurant we were eating three years ago or two years ago. Yeah, you were there too. He came with his entourage and entered the place. Ah, Pastor Man of God he greeted me. He sat and started telling them the story. He said, in our form too, this guy prophesied to me that I'll be in politics. I'm in politics. It's a gift. Are you hearing me? It's a what? It's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. I was not, it's not that I just finished praying. We were in class. <laughs> I turned and I said, you will be in politics. If I call the name, some of you will know the person. Today God has put your next five years in my mouth to deliver it to you. You will hold it in your hand. You will be the one determining. You will know exactly how it will happen. Amen. You just know it is settled. Listen, some people don't understand that those kind of things. Are, look at me. I didn't plan to be here. I said I did not plan to be here. My grandmother. My teenage years. My dad was chasing me around. <laughs> you understand that? I went somewhere. He said I shouldn't go. We were running around. Running around. So I was hiding somewhere. Are you understanding me? My grandmother came after. She came to help to... My maternal grandmother. And the woman can pray. She was a deeper lifer. She will pray. She will begin to quote scriptures in Igbo language. She had an Igbo Bible. She will sit you down. You must receive revelation. 
That lady, she's gone to be with the Lord. That night, I remember it like, like, like yesterday. She pointed her finger on my forehead and said, I don't know what you are doing. You will end up in ministry. I've settled your case. When she was doing it, I didn't say, Amen! I didn't say, Amen. I was like, hmm. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Is that kind of leave me alone? But she did push my head like I said, I don't know what you are doing. You will end up in ministry. I did not receive it. Much more you that is receiving. She said, I have settled your case. In this faith of faith convention, hey, God has settled your case. No matter how I tried. I, I, there's some stories I've never told you. I met some friends, teenagers. Then, university, um, just teenagers. I said, they said, well, we just joined court. They, jo- they joined the court. I said, okay, I would like to join you. They said, ah, no problem. When can I join? They told me the day I came, the form was missing. They fixed a second appointment. I came again. They said, ah, you've been bringing and come now. They now brought a form. They didn't print it well. They, nothing was showing on the, on the, on the, the thing they didn't print out well. You know, I said, I still remember the word of the boy. It's okay. Just be following us until the, uh, we do the initiation. So I'll hang out with them. It never worked. Amen. It never worked. It never worked. Are you understanding me? It never. Hey! Tomorrow, another day, they'll go and share somebody and come. When I, my own will ha- want to happen, something, something will just spoil it. I, I know what I'm talking about. Huh? It's a, it was a settled, 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 settled. It's like you are trying to you are trying to walk on a path, but you are constrained. Amen. <laughs> I remember a sister that was born again. You know, hands have been laid on her. She said she don't want to serve God again, and she went for a party. As they were just doing that, she just said, "The glory." <laughs> What came out of her is glory. <laughs> Settled. Now some of you here, you want to go out, uh, you want to say, oh, we're going to smoke, we're going to drink. You will reach there and say, let's just pray over this. <laughs> they say, what do they do? No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Amen. It becomes, it becomes, that's not your life. Are you understanding me? That's, that's not your life. Now, in the same way, as you live here, anytime something like poverty tries to show up, it won't work. Because settled. Are you understanding me? Settled. Settled. He said, oh, you are living in a self-contained. They kicked you out of the house. 
And then say, you're going to go back to the street. There's no back to go. I said, there's no, you have, you have, you have, there, there's no back to go. Hey, you don't understand what I'm saying. Here you are. You are trying to jump backward. When you land, it will be here. I want to reduce my budget, you know. You try to, but it will go forward. There is no backward for you. I said, there is no backward for you. It's forward only. Listen, all the anointings that have come here, they've came to push you forward. Hey, hey, believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe in His prophets, and you shall prosper. The word prosper in Second Chronicles twenty twenty is not it is not shalom. It's not shalom. It's not saying that you will do well. Shalak, you will break out. You will you will push forward. You will push forward. You will forcefully advance. And that is the experience of everyone tonight. Say, I've been pushed forward. I have broken out. I have advanced forcefully. Shout glory! Tonight, the power of God will rest upon you. There are 24 persons. That boldness of faith will come upon you. Listen to me. Some of you will drive, the place you are supposed to go to is government house. You will drive down there, they will open the gate for you. You know why? Something has come upon you. Something has come upon you. You will walk into that place that nobody dared. Because that boldness of faith has come upon you. In Acts chapter 8, when um, Philip was laying hands on people, and then they were receiving the Holy Ghost, and Simon the sorcerer saw it. He said, he brought money. He said, um... I want that gift. What gift was he talking about? The ability to lay hands like that. Amen. That's what it was. It means mean that he understood that it could be transferred, even if his heart was not right. Amen. Yeah, that thing you are doing. Amen. And Peter said, this gift, he called it a gift. Meaning that there was, it was a gift. It was a gift. It was a special ability. And today, special abilities are coming upon us. Special supernatural abilities are coming upon us. Pray in tongues everywhere. Don't be distracted. Just, just, just stay with the flow. 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 Get on Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Thank you.